Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, we're back. It's the new year, new us. It's 2024, baby. Oh, man. I've been drinking so much the last I, three days. I've been drinking a lot too of late. I'm drinking um, right now. Three days off this uh, each week this month. That's good. That's the old schedule. I'm fucking tired. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you had a good month. Yeah. Made about nine thousand dollars. That's good. I made about a quarter of that. Was sick uh, like three times. I have a sinus infection. Has me hawking up shit like fucking loogie. Yeah. Like yeah. that. Um. Well, my mom was saying earlier, my niece has RSV, and apparently her like blood oxygen Whoa. got down into like the thirties, which is like brain damage territory today. God damn. And then of course my sister ghosts my mom. <laughs> so <laughs> my mom's like, what the fuck is going on? And <laughs> 60 <yeah>. 40. <laughs> yeah. So dude, I'm I'm thinking we're pushing 70 30 territory with old Susan. Oh man, Susan, come boy. on. You gotta lock yeah. it in. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to be as cool as your dad. Just being so flamboyant. Flamboyantly flamboyant. flamboyantly himself. At the age of what is he seventy? No, <laughs> my dad seventy five. My dad, my dad is fifty nine. Oh, he lives his life like he said <laughs> <laughs> on the edge. God, he, I tell you, he looks like shit. <laughs> Come on, well, I mean, he's never gonna listen to this. He's never gonna fucking hear it. Yeah, I know. Because, maybe, uh, maybe. apparently, my dad doesn't support me in my uh, artistic endeavors. Maybe you should uh, give him a tasty old sixty forty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, your mom's listening at least one or two. I, yeah, I could probably I could start being petty towards them, but you know, I uh, we had a we had a nice talk over Christmas. You and your dad? Uh, yeah, we had a good talk. Yeah, it's like Hang we on. have cigars, we have a beer. He did find a beer that he thinks he'd like at Minglewood. He's like, he's like, it's a sour beer, and it was. I was like, okay. You know, sour beers are generally like fairly bitter, at least in my experience, and yeah. that's everything you hate about beer. And he's just like, "Yeah, but the one I like at Urban Chestnut is it? it what is it? Saison or whatever the French style, whatever." Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. It's I know the one he had at Urban Chestnut was literally. I pink hate beer, IPAs. So. I hate IPAs so much. I hate that people think they have personalities when they drink them, and after that, it's sours. Sours are fifty fifty with me. Yeah, I tend to like most brown and wheat beers out there. 
you know, there is something special about Pilsner, nice, nice Boulevard like wheat. Mm-hmm. Boulevard wheat's a very good beer. Yeah, a little citrus added. I'm drinking the the greatest American beer ever. Bush heavy. Bush heavy. Bush heavy baby. Bush. I got that for watching my buddy's dog for two days. And I'm eating a ooey gooey. You want a piece of this? Yeah, sure. Oh yeah. Want a piece of this ooey gooey butter? We're not gonna talk much baseball because we're tired for the New Year's holidays. I know that's a dumb to be like you guys have been off a week. But yeah, we had to spend time with our families, our friends. My one of my best friends, Cody, uh, flew in from D.C. Took him to a Blues game. They lost. Nearly got in a fight. Went to a burlesque show. It was really cool. Go to burlesque shows, by the way. Holy shit. You're encouraged to act like a Looney Tune there. It is so fun. <laughs> like, their first were like, we have some rules here at the show. Um, I can't remember how they set it up. It was like, there are, we, uh, audience participation is highly encouraged. We want you to hoop. We want you to holler. And we don't mind if you take photos or videos. But if it's only just of the ladies and their pasties, that's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. So, like, the entire time, I'm just, like, going, like, Austin Powers level. <laughs> Autism <laughs> Powers. <laughs> yeah, baby! Yeah, train, train. <laughs> Choo-choo, baby! Oh, uh, So... Start talking to him about my 1982 project. You know, the same kind of guy that comments under like Pornhub videos is the same guy that's like the entire time is like a Tim Robinson bit just snapping photos everywhere. <laughs> like, like, bro, like, <laughs> I, did I tell you the bit I had that was basically that? Like, back, back in my days of being super terminally online on Reddit, like Gone Wild was kind of a pretty, I'm not sure. I've, I don't hardly see it ever posted anymore. Maybe it's gone or not. But, you know, there's just people like, oh, look at my balls, look at my tits, stuff like that. They always show up on, like, their main page. And uh, I would write, like, Roger Ebert-style reviews of each one, judging, like, the like how clean, uh, clean their room was. <laughs> like, <laughs> ah, liberals, liberals. <laughs> Make your bed. Kitty cat follower 69. <laughs> her tits are in a 7 out of 10 for me for the uncleanliness of her room. <laughs> get your life together. You won't get yourself a good, airy, and well-bred man. <laughs> you need virility in your life. <laughs> oh, this last bit? You got it, baby. It's all you. So. But yeah, go to burlesque shows. Holy shit. Like, I've spent, like... Over $2,500 in a strip club like two or three years ago in Vegas. And that was nothing. That sucked. And like tickets for this were like 20 or 30 bucks. I'm like, wow, I got to get my priorities straight. This was, this was a fucking steal. Yeah. Well, I just like taking photos. I'm, I'm still on that. It just seems weird to me. Like, have you never seen boobs before? Like, are you like, this is my only chance? Like, <laughs> I got, I, I got to get the bank built. There's like a, up. Like, I mean, there's like a, there's theatrics to it, obviously. Sure. You had like one lady came out. Oh God, the costume. So they had like, um, I don't know the dance or the style of it. Uh, two of them had like one of those, uh, I call it like rope climbing, but it's where they put the linen up on the ceiling to oh, get yeah, up. It's like the twirl, the like silk, twirl. The yeah. Silk. yeah, yeah, that shit. Like, if she did like a drop from like twenty feet up, and it was like six inches from 
becoming a paraplegic, but like <laughs> obviously planned it. I was like, that was impressive. like you make it five, you could uh, you could you could impale me. Another one uh, did like a giant hula hoop suspended, and keep in mind they're getting naked as they do this, so it's really cool. Um, and then the other one was <laughs> one of them came out dressed as a Grinch. And that was easy because she just took the head off and then got naked and danced to, you know, mean one, Mr. Grinch. The other one who may have ruined my sweater. This is kind of funny. Um, she came out dressed as the gingerbread man in the most inflated, shittiest costume. I'm like, she's dying in there. Like nothing's <laughs> attractive. about it. And like she likes, you know, sexually takes it off and all that shit. And, but like part of me was like hoping like she would like not break kayfab on it. She was like, I can't I too much fucking shit on me. Like get this fucking head off. Like she did that. She got out of it, does the dance and all this. And then she pulls out. Um, It's like a, it's like a whipped cream can, but it's not a can. It's not like uh condensed cream. It's like cake icing. And she's like, you yeah, know, spraying it on her. And then she's going to the crowd and, and, you know, giving some participation. She comes up to me and um either i was the least like or most liked i don't know but she gave me the most icing none of it in my mouth all over my face all over my blue sweater <laughs> so you did like the like like the robin williams like why hello i did do Mrs. something Empire. like that like, come to daddy something like that like, come to papa again you can be a tex avery cartoon out there and that was awesome whole show is fun it's in the boom boom room if you're ever in the area, or if, you, if there's a burlesque show in your area, I highly support going to see it. Also, it doesn't feel like this is gonna sound weird. This doesn't feel like overly objectifying or like like way too like horny. Predatory. <laughs> like, it's so it's fun. That's the only thing I can say. It's fun. It's super fun. You don't go to a strip club to enjoy fun. Like you're not gonna find <laughs> fun at a fucking strip club, which we don't have anymore. Yeah, God, God rest this the corpse of the pony. God, yeah, you've had some good stories from there. It's not ones we can share on the pod. Yeah, I, I've already said I've just said the the one on the pod. You have? Yeah, it was like back in the early days. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was where it all started. Like, if you ever feel the need to say certain <laughs> slurs, I highly encourage you do it, and you say it around the people. Those slurs affect. They'll change your mind about it real fast. For <laughs> last shows, I mean, we might as well. Uh, um, I don't know, just talk about our year. Yeah, you know, I had a great 2023. Oh yeah, you know, well documented, great 20 across the board, fantastic year. You lost a lot of weight. I did. How much um, weight did you lose? Probably right around 60 pounds. 60 pounds, and how, mm. did you do all that through what, like dieting, running, lifting weights? You know, you know? it was a it was a healthy mix of different avenues. I'll say that. Okay. Um, you know, which one would you say was the biggest avenue for that? Um, you know, um, you know, obviously my white blood cells played a really big part. In they this. did. Um, you, from what I've, from what I understand, you have some of the, like, most virulent white blood cells out there. Yeah, I sent, I sent those fuckers into Mordor. Um, <laughs> it, it was, it was pretty tight. They're troopers. Um, sepsis, sepsis was. Sepsis, ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who would have thought? <laughs> That you know, let it be known if you ever really want to lose weight, guys. Sepsis, stage four cancer, and sepsis. Being being in the hospital for a long time, that'll do it. Would you would you recommend that for anyone? 
you know, like, what if it's like an episode of Jet? Like, I'm Steve-O, and I'm going to get diverticulitis. <laughs> like, <laughs> what up, everyone? I'm Steve-O. This is, this I've is, only been eating seeds for the last six months in preparation, and I don't shock. Yeah. <laughs> he got we're gonna get Steve out to get sepsis through his cock. Throwing <laughs> 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 up on his dick. <laughs> yeah. Man, I was gonna tell you, like text uh Ben Hockman about coming on in the next week or two. Yeah, yeah, he was that's that that was a fun thing to that's share. Dope. Is that our highlight for the pod? We had a lot of highlights. We got two episodes of 82 out. Two episodes of 82 out. We had Kyle Reese on a couple times. Yep. We had Stu. On a couple times. Who I'm still mad at because he uh, didn't hang out with me when I was in Jeff City. Yeah, he but, texted uh, me. He was like, yeah. I think, is Josh gay? Question mark. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Stu. No, he's not. And then he mm-hmm. ghosted me. I guess Stu. Yeah, I'm like. I guess Stu was looking into this day quite a lot. Uh, you were, yeah. you heard the screams coming from my room last night. <laughs> I'm certainly not gay. I was pawing at the door. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess Stu wanted to go on a date with you. And mm-hmm. Yeah, wasn't feeling it. Hold, hold little hands. He's got the littlest hands. He's got the littlest. We're lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that came to mind today when we were watching that's eighth a grade. Good, but yeah. We're <laughs> oh yeah, we watched eighth grade today. Eighth that's grade. how we started off. Yeah. That's a great movie. Gucci. Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great movie. That's a good yeah. one. That's a good one. That's very re- uh, re- uh relevant today. So even very it's very reverent as re- well. Irreverent, yeah. Reverent. Um, reverent. It's very uh um Reverend Al Sharpton. There you go. Desk. Yeah. yeah. Kiss it. Apologize. Mm-hmm. I'm kissing the microphone. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, God, there's hair on this. Yeah. Whose hair you think? Ooh. Okay, I got. Got to wash this bad boy out. You throw up now. I got. I just deep throw the microphone, folks, and there's a bunch of black stuff in my mouth. Oh hell yeah, brother! Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get thirty, thirty. Ready to get thirty, ready to get twenty, twenty, twenty. Ready to get twenty, twenty. Ready to get fifteen, 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 fifteen. Just fifteen bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How many episodes we put out for the pod? 23, like 90 something? I think we started the year at like 101. That's good. They're effective. Josh has uh, left the room. He's going to the bathroom so he can go spit out because he uh, was filleting the microphone. He was going down on Nick's fancy microphone he gave us um, like he owed it money. He was giving it the business. 
he was paying rent the old-fashioned way on that uh on this microphone you know what i'm saying he was finding himself deeply spiritually sexually with the microphone that he put inside of his mouth new york new york new york hey folks i'm back josh is back didn't die didn't uh, die josh got sepsis for most of the year <laughs> for a couple months and then... yeah um i uh changed nothing about myself um so it was uh at, you know 2023 was a c c minus you came into your true potential your true mm-hmm. form yeah you loved hard you slurred hard i slurred so hard you uh, slurred so hard you worked hard i worked hard i worked way too many hours um you had were... my cat's molars taken out yeah. She's a little grumpy about You were that. a good roommate. Good roommate, yeah. A good roommate, good person to live with. Very good person, you know. Some but scam. you never once paid for drugs. Never once. Not for drugs. once. Not once. By the way, that wild turkey I bought, that's all me, baby. Keep your fucking little paws off of it. Little, I was looking around I was like I was like I had like three bottles of bourbon in this fucking freezer. There's none yesterday. I've been like clearing it out. Mm-hmm. I went after that peanut butter one that your dad got, or the banana one. I bought that based off off a recommendation from my dad. Uh, yeah. The Hallerhead was not bad. Yeah. How'd your dad recommend it? Hello, Josh! I got a whiskey you're gonna love. It's gonna knock the right stones out of your ass. Is that how he did it? No. He's never gonna <laughs> listen. <laughs> Let's give him a reason to listen. No, <laughs> just I'm totally a top. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, man. Come on, man. Don't fucking <laughs> come on, man. You can do it to the Chinese, <laughs> you can do it to Wanda Franco, you can do it to Brad Thompson's kids. You can't do it to Timmy T. Don't do this to Timmy T, man. <laughs> come on, man. oh, god. We drank a lot this past year. I drank you, a lot. You drank a lot. Drank a lot. I um, was probably sober for half the year, and that was good. That's most I've had in a while. I'm coming back into my uh, drinking form in a way. Oh, God. You know, it's just very nice to, like... That fucking Alton pussy robbed you of a whole year of drinking. We, Not the other stuff, but drinking. We could attribute... I mean, we... I'm not sure if it was the pussy that did it. Um, Women women are vile. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the tape cast. Yeah, I'm not not sure it was the pussy, more so a lack of um, a balanced diet. Um, Us? Yeah, come on. Not going to the doctor for five years. Um, Most people go in ten. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Not really knowing what fiber was or what it did, other than that it made you sh- poop. Everything has fiber. Yeah, not enough. I'm working super hard to just put this on some poor woman. Yeah. Yeah. Who I don't hold any resentment or hostility. Uh, not publicly. Private. I just wanna. I just wanna have my pretty woman moment one day. Privately, he. Uh... I'll be like at a concert, and I'll be like, "Yeah, I brought my harem." <laughs> what I say earlier, like 
during eighth grade, like some kid was meeting another kid on a date. It was like, hello, can I show you my eccentric collection of pelts <laughs> of human skins? <laughs> oh, that leads. The... <laughs> you know, we we had a good uh, conversation earlier about like embarrassing things that happened in eighth grade. And I'll go ahead and share mine because I still think it's very funny. And I'll, tragic. I'll share the one I did. It wasn't eighth grade, but it was a it's funny. Go ahead and do yours. So though. I'm in eighth grade. My uh, buddy Ryan was throwing a party out at his house. Um, and it wasn't like a real party. Like we weren't <laughs> like we weren't like drinking or anything yet. But it was like, hey, we go out like I have this shop and I have speakers everywhere. And, you know, we just like do stupid shit, ride four wheelers around lawsuit waiting to happen. Mm -hmm. um, and there's this girl I liked. Let's call her chrysanthemum um so <laughs> you pick uh, up something else on the periodic yeah. table <laughs> domium um, you know what i'm talking I'm, about yeah, domium I'm, I'm i'm gonna do the lewis ck thing where he's like yeah zanzipus or whatever <laughs> but uh so you know i uh eighth grade I hadn't really, obviously, that's young. No one really dates that young other than like, yeah, he's my boyfriend. Our parents took us to the movies. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but like, I thought this girl was cute. And I had, you know, zero game, no self-confidence of any sort. I was always a chubby, funny kid in class. That's always been me. Um, so there's this, there's this kid um, there. We'll call him. We'll just call him Graham. That's his name. <laughs> Which that guy fucking sucks. Let me tell you, he's a piece of shit, okay. but not because of this story. He just in general, one of the worst, most vile human beings to ever fucking be. And his grandparents maybe founded one of the larger hotel chains in America, but nevertheless, um, it will really narrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm, you know, like, he was talking to her and I was like, hey, you should like get a feel for how, uh, you know, like if Chrysanthemum would be interested, you know, I think she's cute. Like, I'd like to, you know, do something with her. Um, like yeah. And so we're like, um, I, I, I can see her like talking to him and I'm like, kind of like, we're, we're, like, we're in this like, box. we're in this like raised loft he had in the shop and I'm on like the far side of it. And I, I can hear him mention my name. And then I just audibly hear, ooh, gross. <laughs> and man, that that devastated me. Can I die from this? The life? pain from that incident, um, you know, went away eventually. But it came back. The um, resounding insecurity <laughs> about everything for me. Oh, uh, really, really didn't go away until like probably this year when um, oh man got my uh four quarters in so you did i you did were, that's why you're moving up the the company chain <laughs> how would how good would it be if we had like you know like one of the rick and morty portals and we just push nick back in to that moment in the loft because you could have used nick right then yeah because nick um like, because uh, Nick's the best at gassing up his boys. He is. He is the absolute We were best. just talking about this the other day. Remember, he gasses us up when it comes to women. Pussy. 
women. Yeah. Uh, you know, like like our futures. We're not doing good on the feminism. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you haven't been doing well on the feminism. I've been doing I've great. Been I went fine. to a burlesque show. Yeah. That's where feminism was born. Oh, yeah. Susan B. Anthony. And I'm Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and I'm doing my set. Yeah. yeah. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Every woman had to start with pasties. You know, mm. That's in the book. The great big <laughs> feminist book. Yep. You know um, that book is called? The Vagina Monologue? The Hunger Games. Oh. <laughs> Um, that was one of the better jokes in the office where Andy's like, yeah, I took a, I, uh, took a class in college on feminism and we, we read the vagina monologues and I wrote an apology called the, or I, I wrote a book called the penis apologies. And I, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. That was pretty, pretty solid. Penisia. That guy sucked though. Andy was the worst character. Yeah. Um, my, uh, my school story was, uh, I was like a senior we were all like uh, coming back from a field trip. You were the bitchy fat girl. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm not god, dickhead." <laughs> Won't let me absorb her parent. Yeah, <laughs> We're coming back from a field trip, and there was like this uh, sophomore junior. She was a grade or two behind me. She was in eighth grade. She was kind of annoying, like, um, but like, you know, normal annoying, whatever. Just like any 13 year old girl would be. Yeah. And um, she uh, she had like a rep reputation in her school. I don't know if it's true or not. Didn't care at that time. But she was like a, her reputation is that she got around. So she she traveled a lot. And so she I kind of like, you know, as a little born again Christian boy, then kind of. Gotta steer clear of that sin, you know. Gotta... Were you still like that in high school? Uh, I was like lapsing then, like okay. I was like back to like swearing and shit like that. <laughs> oh, how far you've come, Tom? <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh boy, every every fuck I say is another is like driving the nails back in like Jesus's wrist. <laughs> Fucking loser, <laughs> dies for all man's sins. He could just died for. We'll see. Yeah, what about all women's sins? Yeah, where was all the yeah. women here, Jesus? Yeah. That's that's what the world needs. We need a female Jesus. Yeah. It has to be a trans one. And it's 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 and it has to be at a Chappelle show. It's actually Marie Williamson is female oh, Jesus. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's Marjorie Taylor Green. Yeah. We must sacrifice we must no, crucify. There are Marie Williamson signs in Cape Girardeau now. What? For, for candidacy. <laughs> Off of Burtling, there are Marie Williamson signs. <sighs> so that's uh, cool. You know that old dusty bitch Elaine Edgar has started some oh, yeah. shit because the, the public library is still getting harassed and they've had to like it come out and issue like why they carry like books on LGBTQ stuff now again. And I was like, no, like I just want to get all the books there and then make all these fucking uh, read them and then be like, tell me what's wrong and different than if this kid picked up like a Stephen King book or Dean Koontz or any other form of literature <laughs> like it's like uh, you want him reading Twilight you want him reading like I don't know the new David Sedaris novel the new David Sedaris novel you got sorry is it a novel? James Brubaker that's another great novelist that I don't know personally at all um anyway so this kid this kid this uh underclassman on the bus is passing me notes and I'm like haha sure whatever and then she uh, passes me one that says, uh, do you like me? And uh, I give her the worst response ever. <laughs> she sees me look at it, and I go, 
I'm sorry. And I just handed it back. And then that was it. Didn't even no yes or no. Just mm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you want to hear about this? The, the second time I, I low-key got my heart broken. Yeah. There was this uh, really uh, smart girl. And I was a freshman. And uh, again, this took place at a party. <laughs> so I'm always like in a public place surrounded by you know counterparts and um we'll say her name is jizanthropus uh, <laughs> we'll say her name is larzaby okay Lar- larzaby larzaby i'm larzaby and so you know she she was uh i th- I, I thought she was pretty but like she definitely wasn't like you know like i, I don't know What's a synonym for popular? Because that seems too shallow to say. Like she wasn't popular. She wasn't renowned. She wasn't well known. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Like she had like a small group of friends, but yeah, you know, she wasn't like you know going to stuff all the time. But I got my friend Quinn to invite mm. her to this party, and I was gonna ask her to like a dance. You know, really trying to you know do my stuff. Just be like, I'm the only reason you're fucking here, bitch. Give, give me the room. Um, and so I remember I, I got her like where I was talking to her, just kind of like in front of this cabin thing on this property off to the side. I was like, yeah, where are, do you have a date to the Christmas dance this year? And she's like, I don't think I'm going to go. And I was like, oh, well, you know, like if, if you do, you know, I'd be happy to like, you know, go with you. And she was just like, yeah, no, no. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Why am I putting myself out there? It, it yeah, was, I think I. I and think I was I, like, "Fucking leave!" I think I'd rather kill myself. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, "All right, well, I got a date with a single low shotgun and uh, <laughs> a locked bathroom Should door." Courtney, love me. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd rather. I probably would have rather died at that moment. Um. Yeah, but that sucks. It gets so much better though as you get older. Yeah, because you're like, oh, this didn't ruin my life. I'm still the same. Still the same. There's still Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> yeah, there's still Baldur's Gate three. Still Baldur's Gate three is still, I blowing up Gortash and saving the citizens of Prim. Yeah, and they're like, wow. I'm about to I'd... blow that bitch up. I'm gonna get Gale just to be like, Hah! yeah. What if? Oh, do you know Thor and I's joke in our run of Baldur's Gate? Is uh, Gail is uh, a trashy Australian? <laughs> yeah, you fucking wanker! Get away! Get away from me, you dingo cunt! Get away from me! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> that's our that's our bit with him. Wade, be with me. Wade, Wade, fuck the Wade. I want Mister Sweet Minge. <laughs> Let me get a pizza, Jaminge. I honestly, he's the coolest companion. The, he's a great companion. They're all well written. The guy was a side piece for a god. Like that's pretty cool. He was fucking an actual goddess. That's yeah, pretty, he was getting. He was, yeah, he was busting, busting that Ethereum Bust. realm. Boom. Realm. Boom. Astral plane. Oh, no, the Ethereum realm where Boom. they mine cryptocurrencies. Yeah, uh, the Ethereum. In Baldur's Gate. Yeah, Baldur's Gate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baldur's Gate uh, is uh, crypto based. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you come across a piece of Ethereum. This could sell quite well on the market if the market could support it. 
You use your arcana, your knowledge of arcana to determine that there is nothing to this Ethereum that is completely <laughs> worthless. And then Gail pipes in. Oh, no, Con. I can sell that and get some fosters. <laughs> ah, fucking Dingo. The Dingo's bought me. <laughs> Dingo's. <laughs> hey, that fucking Dingo off me. <laughs> ah, you cunt. And this is Dingo. <laughs> It's basically those fucking brain eater things that run around. Yeah. Well, yeah. mind. What are they, mind eaters? Think of those? Something, like that. Something like that. We consume. We consume. Um, we consume the poon. All right, guys. All right. Folks. All right. All right. So let's do a recap of baseball in the last year. Um, um, we had so much hope for the season, and then it was all for naught. Yeah. Yeah. Um we uh we all thought we did get a lot of funny storylines. We got a lot of funny storylines. <laughs> I mean, to me the list that I mean the tops of the list is, you know, the Wander Franco thing. Like because he got arrested today and we all thought it was for what we thought it was, but he just he skipped on some court dates. So yeah, I, I wonder how the legal system is. It's the Dominican, right? Yeah, the they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, they, at the very least, don't like uh, kid fucking. So that's good for them. <laughs> They've at least it's proven a pretty that. Catholic nation. Yeah. It kind of surprises me, to be honest. But they're victims of just like every other Latin and Central American country of American hegemon and imperialism. Hedge money. Hegemony. Hedge money. Hedge. Hedge fund money. Hedge fund. Yeah. Obviously not the pedophilia's uh funny, but just the uh, like how is how is that not a goofus we came up with? It was like a Yeah, that's that would have been a real good one. Yeah. Especially like hell, I would have gave you guys a goofus if you just named a player on a team yeah. on this team is gonna get it. We all would have said the Mets. <laughs> like Oh yeah, like we're we're so I would say we're good at um, building a premise, but not participating in it. Yeah. Because if we're like, who do you think, which team is going to have X and X? Which team do you think is going to be busted for um, dog fighting? Like the Mets. And like every every answer that invokes a negative, we're just always going to say the Mets. Which team is going to do a racist chant in the middle of a game? The Mets. <laughs> Not a not, not anyone else yeah. who in the same division. Not Phillies are good. Not one known for doing a racist chat. No, the Marlins usually don't mess around with that. Yeah, and uh, uh, the Atlanta team's all right. Yeah. Mets is the Mets. It's <laughs> <laughs> so unabashed. Oh man, I do. Th- I thought it which was really team funny. is gonna do a ceremony for Ray Rice before before their NFL game today? Who the Mets? The fucking Mets. <laughs> They're going to honor Ray Rice. They're going to honor him by showing him slapping the shit out of the North Tower. That's what the Mets are going to do. <laughs> we uh, That was very funny with Ben Hawkman whenever we were talking to him. And he's like, you guys hate the Mets? Is this the fucking 80s? What, what, why, why do you guys hate the Mets so much? And we're just like, Jan 6. Fuck, fuck the Mets. Yeah, fuck like... the... <laughs> like, have you interacted with their fans? Like, I... So, uh, right when we started this pod... Uh, on ML, you know my MLB app, I'd listen to Mets games because I like SNY. I mean Keith Hernandez and 
and uh, uh, for Ron Darling, great, great matchup. Big meat Keith. Gary Cohen. Ooh. All really good. Like, really good. Really good broadcast team. All right. And then um, uh, I interacted with Mets fans, and I realized, um, you know, not all of them died yet. So that would probably, world would probably be good if they were gone. But what what do we have planned for when we're at the Mets game? We're planning on getting shot, stabbed, punched. Yeah. You know, you know? I, I don't think we break KFOB for this. We're in too deep. We have to be shitty. Uh, up at uh, up at the field. Just, I could just keep doing the bit on TikTok that keeps killing me about New York delis. Like, yeah, like I just go go to the concession stand. Like, yeah, so 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 I I, I want everything bagel, uh, smear cream cheese, lox, and uh, go ahead and put a little poop on it. <laughs> A little poop on it. God, dude, those fucking talks. I don't know if anyone has seen those, but they kill me. It's little, people over uh, it. Put a little poop on it. Yeah, I, I want chopped cheese, um, some Worcestershire sauce, some uh, hot sauce, and then just like go ahead and like like do a big old pop of poop on it. Like, <laughs> Where'd you say that? That got me because I did not. Oh, was that your family's function at your family Christmas? That, it might have been at that, or it might have been when we were at. Uh... Blue Diamond. Blue Diamond. I think it is that Blue Diamond. Yeah. Yeah, because I vaguely remember the TikTok, uh, but it was the way you said uh, you did the bit, and then it was how you said put a little poop on it. Yeah, put a poop on it. It was very, it was soft, and you're like, do all this, do all this, and uh, put a little poop on it. Like, <laughs> it was very funny. Yeah, I was on one that night, um, and then at, at one point. Um, you know the lady friend, which you know, yeah. um, who accompanied me. She, uh, she at one point, I was like standing in front of her doing some bit, and she's like, "Move, let me into this, like let me in back into the circle of conversation." I was like, "Oh shit, my bad, hey, my I'm, bad." I'm fucking cooking. <laughs> put a little, yeah, move. I said, put a little poop on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, for the Mets game, we dress up in giant rat suits. And we just squeak, and we just like try and pay them in rat money. <laughs> See, I really want Nick to fly in to New York for us for that game. I feel like, I mean, we have an Airbnb; he can stay there with us. Yeah, he can cuddle. But uh, yeah, have him. I I also mentioned it to Kramer. I was like, dude, you should totally fly in. And then you know. Yeah, we need like uh, someone who's gonna watch before of us get fucking fucking killed by these. Rabbit fucking Mets fans. Yep. And then go see comedy that night. Yep. Hopefully it's Dave Chappelle. Did you see he put out a new special? I did. Yeah. And He's uh total one eighty. Man, he didn't tell his first joke apparently until like twenty minutes in. It's kind of intense. Well, how do you do a special about telling he spent yeah. uh, it's like twenty minutes ragging on trans and handicapped. Oh, he people. he's he's actually back to that. Yeah, yeah, he just him. cannot leave it alone at all. So man, well, because his last special, I don't remember anything like blatantly transphobic, and I and I'm not gonna be like the well, actually, you talked about that trans comedian he gave work to, so he was actually an ally. I'm not gonna go that route. Oh, you know the because... sto- full story behind that? Uh-huh. Oh, dude, it's way worse than that. Like, uh, apparently, like was not really that invested with like someone and just kind of like tokenified them. Oh, and then like that person just ended up like killing themselves shortly after the special. Blood. Not because of the special or anything, but yeah, they like that 
person he's talking about killed themselves because they were fucking horribly treated by like uh, people in their life. It's pretty fucking sad. And he and he took advantage of that to be like, yeah, I could come up here and say tranny or some shit. I don't know. I can come up here and keep being an asshole. Like I don't like any folks. This is a, an edgy podcast. We try. We like to imagine that everyone knows where we stand on anything. So that way we're willing to say stupid shit. Um, so like, if that's not clear, we'll stop doing it. It's pretty easy. But Send like, it's an email at worst fans and baseball podcast. Any any comedian, any comedian can go up and do whatever they want. I I don't have to like it, and like at the same same time, like like I know where Dave Chappelle stands on trans issues. <laughs> I'm I know where he's at, and I don't think he's moving away from it at all. Well, it's not, it's almost like it's not even like I don't like the comedy because, like, I don't really see the comedy in it. It's not like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't really care for Emo Phillips. He's way too autistic for me. (laughs) Like, yeah, you know, it's like, it's not that. It's like like, every, every group can be made fun of. I think, you know, it's just like, you know, when you're singling out a group, you really should, you know, better be funny on it. It's easy for, you know, you know, Chappelle's a, I'm not, I'm done saying he's a great. I feel like anytime you have to like critique Chappelle, you have to like preface it with that he's a great comedian. He used to be great, I thought. Um, and you know, it's easier to I think write jokes that involve like uh, you know making fun of white people because we're beneficiaries and uh, per- perpetrators of like of, yeah. of racist institutions. But so uh, to me, I think that's a bigger target that you can't really miss on. You know. Um, I mean, white people do them, make fun of white people. And then, you know, as you go on down the line of like, pick your marginalized group, you know, I, to me, I think that target just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And, um, you know, um, you can, I mean, we, we do jokes that I would say, uh, or ham, ham up certain, uh, you know, that someone could take and be like, wow, that's a pretty racist joke doing that Indian guy voice Tom I'd be like you probably got me there but I think I'm going for so stupid you you can't misinterpret it um to me I think you know I'm trying you know I think I'm right on the edge of the target maybe missing maybe not but it's a small target to hit with that to begin with and I think what Chappelle does is like um you know he's got a very very small target he needs to hit and he's perfectly okay with using a shotgun on it so yeah uh you know he he used to be one of my favorites like i would have given anything to see him perform live but mm-hmm. i'm at the point where i'm like dude it's just it's it's getting hacky like oh he's can he, we get can we get a new fucking topic? he freaks out if people bring their phones in. he shut down like a show in new york like right after the news was stand-up came out um you know like walked off stage of a big show and like, Oh wow. From what I've heard from comics in the industry that like work out in St. Louis, I think Stacy K had like done a thread on this was that he gets like so fucking drunk. He says like really just insane shit. Cause he's like a riffer cause he's, you know, he's that good, obviously, you know, yeah. he can go up and just kind of really just bullshit. I mean, he had like that longest set like competition with like Dane cook of just, you know, it's just riffing. Um, but you know, from what, uh, comics like Stacy Case, he just gets like a super fucking drunk 
and then just says even wilder shit that would you know crush his image so i don't know he sounds like a big fucking pussy so yeah the phone thing bothers me because like you know like when i was at the comic you shouldn't show, record comics don't get me wrong folks but if one is like pulling a michael richards you should record them yeah <laughs> well like yeah definitely like i mean doing the thing like louis when he was making his comeback uh whatever you think about said comeback it was yeah, kind of yeah. fucked up to start critiquing i mean the new york post or times writing an article about how yeah he's how, doing... un, how bad the set was it's like this is new shit he's yeah this is new like, shit he's flushing yeah. out you know um but you know like like when you're at the comedy cellar they give you like a Almost like like what you'd get like a small like Amazon package, one of those kind of like you know plasticky bag things. They seal it, you put your phone and stuff like that in there, but they give it back to you. Yeah, I know his shows. You have to put them in these like lock, not like these weird purse lock bag things, and then they give them to you at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, you can't expect parents and stuff to. You know, they, oh, oh, it means the world to me that you guys, you know, got babysitters tonight and you came out and you did this. And it's like, okay, well, what if there's an issue with my kid? Like, I should be able to, you know, there should be a mutual understanding that I'm not going to check my phone during your set. But if my phone starts ringing three times from the babysitter or a hospital, I can take that because my fucking kid's probably, you know, into something. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I well, it's you're not expecting like comics to have like empathy and understanding for like people. And, uh, usually most of them treat their audience as, a as, a as a hostage. Carrot top was very kind. I, I will say that very hospitable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very kind man. Yeah. My favorite one I ever saw was Gary Goldman. Mm. Yeah. He works clean, doesn't he? He does. Um, I saw him four or five years ago. I saw him at Helium. He did 75 minutes completely clean, and he was so good. And uh, he, I have a photo. Me and him had, like, virtually matching uh, thermals on. Shirt brother. We were shirt brothers. I'll post this in the Discord. Uh, but like he, like he hung out afterwards and like, you know, I was like, dude, you did like 75 minutes clean. That was awesome. And he was like, yeah, man, it's, you know, once you get used to it, it ain't that hard. Like, that's so cool. Thanks, man. You got a photo with him. So I mean, it's, it's very, like, very nice. It's much more of a challenge. I mean, yeah. Cause... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like when, uh, when I was doing stand up, I would try. I mean, to me, when I whenever I kind of like pulled from a place to stop being so hackneyed, it was like trying to do something where I'm just like chilling with like things I would say when chilling with my boys, because that's when that's when I feel like I'm comfortable being my funniest. You know, that's you know, if I'm cooking up a bit or something like that, it's just me and the me and the dudes playing badminton, you know. But yeah, um, I don't know. I've had to work clean for shows. It sucks. Actually, it ain't that bad. It just sucks if you just write nothing but filthy shit. Yeah, like, I do enjoy a comic that doesn't, uh, like, that works blue, but at the same time, I I feel like if if, if you're going to be dropping F-bombs, you need to, like, sprinkle those in, like, because it has to, yeah. like, it needs to sh- prove, like, emphasis, right? Like, yeah. that's what it me- fucking means something. Like, if Mike Rabigli is like, that should fucking upset you after being, like, this kind of... Hey, you know this look. This looks guy looks like he's a youth group leader, and mm-hmm. then he's dropping a like it hits different. You know. Yeah, yeah. Some guys use a different. Tom Segura uses it all the time, and I think he's like the best at 
confusing fuck, yeah. honestly. Oh, speaking of Tom, yeah, you know he's he is one of my favorite comics, but is him and his wife on some anti woke, anti trans shit I mean, again? They've kind of been on that for years. Where they, you know, he does. I used to be a part like, of like. Uh, uh, I'm a non-binary. Uh, yeah. uh, and I, it's like they've got they simmered down a little bit on it, but like I was part of their they had this humongous like uh Facebook group. Um, that apparently, like, according to like the mods, like you know, Tom would use and pull and answer not answer questions, but use for like stuff pull from it and you uh, for the show. Mm. And like, this was before I got better on this issue, but this was when I was starting to get better on it. They were just post like videos of like trans people just being deranged, and like, to me, it was less like, look at this, per it, it became less of like. Look at this person um, having a, a meltdown in a fucking gas station over pronouns. And to me, I looked at it, I was like, look at this person in crisis. And then, like, everyone, and then eventually be like, look at this comment section that just cannot stop making the same fucking he, him, they, them, she, her, just the most insane, not insane, sorry, the most lazy and just mean anti-trans jokes that come to mind. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think I want to be a part of like this community. It's not saying that, you know, if like you have like a, a trans friend, they do something stupid or crazy or psych whatever, psychotic, deranged, even they can't be made fun of, but like, I, I don't know, man. I always felt like it could that. Just be your friend. It doesn't have to be like, oh, so this trans person. So this fucking trans. Planes, trans, and automobiles, autogenophiles. The only time I ever find like the he, him, they, them jokes funny is whenever they're mem like they're doing like some sort of bit about like a super woke group, or it's like a person that should not be woke, and then it's like surprising like some. Alabama farmers like my name's Dale Bryant and I, uh he him nice hey, to meet you. Anyways, we got to get out back and till the you know it's like okay that's Cigar had a funny one where he's like talking about how much of a a fucking boy his son is. He's like he's raising a couple he hims here, but like he's a real he him. And I'm like yeah I know Cigar and all this one, that's but nice. you know I'm raising a real boy, whatever. But I thought that one kind of worked. Yeah, it's but... fine, but. Not here to overanalyze. I like. I don't try and overanalyze too many jokes. That sometimes I know we were just talking about how Dave Chappelle's fucking gay and little dick, but like, you know, the things that I take usually umbrage with with comedians is when like they uh, they want the veneer that like being a being a comic means like you can't offer any kind of like criticism for their work. Because, uh, you know, they'll say, what is this too much? Don't come to the show, whatever. You know, uh, I'm just or they'll hide and be like, no, I'm just a jokey boy like that. This poor like John Stewart excuse uh, back when he had the Daily Show. I'm like, no, motherfucker, like people don't have to like it and they can respond. And like I've always said the response is like, oh, well, like, that's yeah. all you can do. They don't need to heckle you in the middle of your show. And like to me, it's like whenever they have like their podcasts or interviews or shows and they want that extension of that arena around that i'm like you don't get that like like when i'm seeing like joe rogan get basic like tax functions wrong and just becoming just a right-wing like parrot now i was like he doesn't get to hide behind i'm i'm just a little ape man or i should I, be in a little ape helmet or better yet i voted for bernie so i you know i could have 
I, Tim Dillon's like a great example too. He's a fucking coward. Like all those co- all those comics that are in the Joe Rogan sphere on it, like won't push back on that because they need Joe because they all siphon money from his audience yeah. on him. And we all know Joe Rogan's audience is predominantly conservative. So, you know, I look at, you know, yeah, no, I look at like Dave Smith. I love Shane Gill. Oh, Shane Gill is actually conservative. But I look at like Dave Smith. I look at Tim Dillon. I just kind of look at them as cowards and I guess kind of a grift in it. Like, I don't, I, you know, we're for a podcast that's only made like 500 whole dollars. Um, you know, I don't think we've ever try to pretend to uh be something we're not we certainly try and you know if we're like hey we're gonna try and get this guest on we'll approach this more softly and maybe even like hey you know we're gonna talk about baby dicks on this podcast <laughs> you know we're Fair gonna, gonna do something crazy like that come on down or you know we try not to bring someone on i think wouldn't be a good guest or antagonistic we don't even try and like in engage uh off site here uh in in manners that i think um don't i think coalesce with you know who we are and how we run it i mean the only thing that's different about this podcast than us in real life is that we are infinitely stupid stupider and meaner to each other in our group chat (laughs) like very detached from reality like just you know like when nick was flying to la I was just sending like it was memeing that he's gonna die and like just plane crashes like and just stupid shit like that. Don't fucking say that. Bro. Stop fucking. He texted me. He's like, stop fucking saying that. I was like, you're right. I was a little too far there. Yeah, he was medicated. He was fine. He was fine. But like, I don't know. I, you know, if let's say uh, let's say 2024 is the year we double up. We double the bread, we double the head. Maybe we become, I don't know. Uh, maybe we become different in that aspect. Who knows? You, maybe we become like Stabby. Yeah. This fucking stupid ass Ronnie character got on the or on the Ravens. It's not stupid. Twitter. It's a great character. I don't care for it. But yeah, also, go. I, I want everyone to know I love Stabby, but most of Cometown fans hate him because uh, he's fat. And uh, he gets pussy, and they're jealous of that, I think. Um, oh, did you see that Twitter thread about, I think Nick might have sent it, where it was a guy like, it makes me vehemently ill every time I have to listen to anything about Stav. He's disgust. Like, he was like this long, yeah, and all these people in the comments were just roasting Stav, and I'm like. Yeah, no, Cometown yeah. fans hate him. It is, like, and, like, me, outside of, you know, the my the other friend group, me, Thor, and Tyler, who love, who love Every bit from that show. Yeah. Who laugh our asses off on it. We don't even get it. Because we're like, I like, we all like, Stabby's the pleasure king. Like, why are, what, why is this an issue? Because he hated the fans. Yeah. You guys told him he was fat and disgusting and diabetic and gonna die all the time. Yeah. He probably didn't want to like make a career out of just doing this podcast to this toxic group of fucks. Yeah, so good for him for wanting to go out and do his own thing. I was listening to he old clips. said he shit on podcasts and he went and started a podcast. Is he probably meant a podcast like with you guys? Yeah, and probably also, meant that. His podcast is, I mean, half of the show is literally like him getting calls in from people and doing like Stabby solves your problems. Yeah. yeah, and that's like super. That's super fun. Something I actually would like to start with us is like if we could somehow get like a burner or something. I can't. Like, say, yeah, it's just and, and then but... just be like, give us a fucking call if we get a voicemail. We'll uh, 
We'll talk about whatever the fuck he said. And I'd love to hear Jeff's voice. I want to I know what Jeff sounds Jeff's like. Jeff's the oldest of our... He's older than us. He's the oldest of our patrons. So mm. it would be kind of funny. He's like, you fucking dipshit. <laughs> you, you fucking little cocked boys. <laughs> <laughs> you boys with little cocks. You know, no. that'd be funny. Jeff seems cool. Oh, me to play James's music on here and roast it because that would be good for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he uh got drunk and posted uh his little EP in it and I listened to it. As um uh what was the vibes I got on it? Kind of like kind of like I got like a blink 182 vibe on it. I almost said Green Day. He's but a big blink fan, actually. He is. Yeah. It, but like I didn't want to say Green Day like American Idiot, maybe like International Super Hits vibe, but a little more poppy. I would say Blink 182 vibe on it. That's a good sound. I like Blink 182. Yeah. I don't think they were shitty. In the late 90s and early 2000s had so much shitty music. Fred Durst. Fred Durst. Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's not him. I got to take a shit. Can you hold it down for like Yeah, I can minutes? hold it down. Yeah, hold it down. Talk to the people. Talk to the people. You better make us a quick chocolate though. Try maker. I'm so scared. I'll be I'll be so afraid while you're yeah, gone. It's 2022. 2022. Yeah. <laughs> well ladies and gentlemen um thanks for coming along with this ride with us this year you know we uh we've had a lot that's happened a lot of good stuff um we've documented most of the bad stuff so we w- won't relive that um because people can only hear about my ass and my intestines so much before they want to vomit and we don't need that in your cars on your morning commute to work or Better yet, with your children, if you're like a cool dad who listens to us with, you know, minors in the car. Um, but yeah, 2023, it's over. 2024 is here. Um, seriously, we would love if uh, you guys wanted to, you know, mention stuff in the Discord. You know, if you subscribe to the Patreon, or I think there might even be a free option for the Patreon now. Tom mentioned something about it. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear kind of like if you guys have ideas for like a cool segment or, uh, just general, uh, some dumb riff that we can cook on, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll always take the, uh, insight because we value our fans so sincerely. Um, but yeah, there's that. Um, I'll give you a little rundown of what I did for new years. Um, as I mentioned, I'm uh, seeing a lady friend of mine, and of course, as any good man will do, um, you woo them with cooking. So I uh, made my ribs um, yesterday. We had a nice dinner, um, did that, went out with some friends um, to a really smoky, terrible pool hall, um, and I was wearing my new sport coat I just bought, and now I have to get it dry cleaned, so shout out. Um so there's that. Um, had a good night, but really, really laid back. Um, last year I was very, very, very drunk on um, New Year's, and uh, surprisingly, did not throw up or end up in a hospital because uh, your boy don't quit. But uh, there's really just like not much to say as far as I only I don't even think Tom did shit for New Year's. Then he hung out with some buddies and fell asleep before midnight. So, unfortunately, as everyone wants to see, I did not get to kiss Tom at midnight. It would have been 
would have been pretty hot and erotic for the Discord, but it didn't happen. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, you guys have heard about um, my uh, middle and early high school days of trying to woo women on this episode. That was um, tragic and sent me back years um, in the self-confidence department. Um, you guys got to hear us talk about bitch about comedians that's always fun um naturally of course um but really i know this is a baseball podcast and we should talk more about it but this team hasn't fucking done anything this off season and to reiterate we obviously want them to go out and sign some more people um we need a couple bullpen arms we could really really use i think obviously and most of the Twitterverse, um, we need another starter. And quite frankly, I think Jordan Montgomery is the perfect number two to go slot behind Sonny in the rotation. Um, we'll pay a premium for him because of his performance in the World Series. Um, and the fact that he's not, you know, in his, you know, he's closer to 30 than he is, say, 35. Um, I think he is 30. Um, so... Yeah, you'll pay a premium, but I also don't think the guy is going to command more than, say, $22, 23000000 a season, and I think for that production you get out of him. Consistency, minimal injuries, if any, totally fucking worth it. They like innings eaters. He'd be a good fit. Um, but as we've covered well at this, on this show, also, sorry, my, my gum is uh, – Whenever I deep-throated the mic, I got lots of fuzz from the little uh, sound dampener thing on it in my throat. So I'm chewing the gum to not swallow it and kill myself. Um, this front office is never going to make a big, you know, double down on anything. They 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 found their mediocrity, and they're going to roll with it. And that's not to mention Sonny Gray. I'm, we know who we're talking about with the rotation. But... I'm uh, really high next year, um, obviously, on Jordan Walker. I think another year of being an outfielder, he'll be, you know, he'll incrementally keep getting better, um, you know, defensively. The bat will pick up because we saw last, last year flashes of great things with that, and even at his worst, was never really that bad. So that's promising. Um, and also, any... Any fucking hater, um, MLB Network is fucking, they're, they're party line shills. Um, they're, the fact that we're talking about Ellie De La Cruz and posting highlights of his, and they never mention Jordan Walker is a fucking oh, travesty. Geez. Tom's back. I'm talking about MLB Network and how they're fucking party line shills who, um, Want to suck Ellie De La Cruz's dick, but never want to mention We're talking about baseball. Yeah, yeah, that kind of sucked. So, Jordan Mark's gonna bust out. Oh, hey, we can do a little baseball. We can look at this. Uh, I saw they posted it, but I haven't got around to reading it. Oh, also, uh, Codify, uh, that baseball account finally posted something interesting about how uh, uh, Juan Pierre was the last guy to play a full start. And play a full 162 season. Huh. 
start all 162. It was 2007. Well, what was that Jay-Z line where you mentioned Juan Pierre? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I got to look it up. <laughs> and, then I, and then I'll do a Jay-Z impression. Okay. With my fucking, <laughs> Ian, yeah, that's great. my fucking Ian Finance voice right now. Fucking smoky and nasty. Yeah, I guess. Uh, got no brain. Here, let me find it. Because uh, they did one on the Cardinals. Let's see what they're... Let's see what the old outlook is from the old projection. Let's see if they think this shitty team's going to win. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I used to run the bases like Juan Pierre. Now I run bases high hat in the snare. Yeah. It's from Deja Vu by Beyonce. Well, I'm happy with that. Um, Here, Fangrass Cardinals. Let's take a look. Oh my god, why can't I I hate fangraphs sometimes. I remember like someone being like, um fucking fangraphs way better than baseball reference. I'm like baseball reference works on mobile. Like I don't We're trying to we're trying to fucking we're trying to do our job that people give us five to ten dollars a month. Oh also on this last Patreon update, I meant to bring this up. There's like a, a fr- little bit, yeah. There's like a free uh, update or free part on it. We don't care if you're on it. You know, we'd love it if you gave us a million dollars. But uh, if you're hearing our voice, though, um, and you're part of the free tier, uh, shoot us a message on there or on Twitter so you can join the Discord. We, we you know, we want you, we want you in Discord. And we were talking about like, oh, should we have this removed or not? But like. If anyone like really wants to follow us at bad, I mean, we'll leave it up for a bit. Yeah, you know, you know this is kind of my issue with it. Um, it, it doesn't give them access to like any of our exclusive like content. I saw. Okay, well, it's just for like if they want to follow and get like pinged for it, you know, like notifications. Which, if that's the case, cool. I honestly want to keep the Discord um, more of like a benefit in a way. Not yeah. that we wouldn't love more voices in there, but you know, it's. It, I'm gonna sound like my poli sci professor, and you know, in college, being like, "This is the classic free rider problem." Like, yeah, what why, if we get why pay of... us if you get nearly the same benefits? Like, yeah, what if you, what if a bunch of libertarians, yeah, ended up in our Discord? That'd be fun. I mean, actually, libertarians, if you want to apply for the free one and you want to join our thing, <laughs> I would love for our gang, our Discord gang, to fucking bully the shit out of you. Oh. It would. They haven't posted posted a full article. They just posted a sneak peek of the depth chart and what projected war. And they have, I think this is too low. Actually, no, this might be right considering Walker's defense. But they have Walker projected for 2.1 Fangraphs war. They have the combination of Wynn and Edmund for 2.7. Nolan, 3.8. Goldie, 3.1. Honestly, that's a pretty good build, like in the field. Yeah. And then starters... Gray, 3.6. If we get a 3.6 war season out of Gray, that'd be awesome. And Gibson and Lynn to be just slightly below starter level, but we'll we'll see how that goes. I don't know. That's, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if this is good enough. to me with war, um, because, like, I understand a 0.0 is, the, like, you're the most mid. Replacement. Yeah, yeah. you... Like you neither hurt the team, you neither benefited the team. Think of it as you're a sub, a sub. So you're a sub say too. say our team, everyone on that lineup was zero point zero. Does that mean we're getting like 
81 win season no because i because i wonder the same thing if like you're thinking of a team with a bunch of 0.0s like a team full of uh replacement level war players is like a 40 something win team okay and then each uh and if you had like a team full of like um twos you're projected to win like 82 to 84 games uh a year with it so with that we're looking like you know a 90-ish win team roughly um if ben soretti did his projections which you know they're his own thing but I don't think they're bad. And he has us projected like 83, 84 wins. And I would say that's probably about right. That, that's, I'm only going off vibes. Um, and my vibes Vibe were, check. yeah, uh, my vibes were right two years ago, not last year. So this means I'm going to be right this year. Yeah. It's an even numbered year. Yeah. Let's see well, what zips. I was talking about a while ago how we need to sign Jordan Montgomery. He would be the perfect number two to slot in behind Gray. Yeah, we got like twenty million apparently to play with. So I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I don't even want to hear that because we have all of the money to play with. We do have like all the money to play with. A, that's a non-factor. I mean, I mean, we had some fucking like independent little, not even a beat writer, just a blogger, basically say, "Oh, we ha- we have this much to play with." Oh yeah, season. Jason Hill. Yeah. Um, like I I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like yeah, we could technically spend as much as we humanly want right um they haven't had zips get it out but let me see what a steamer Dakota. oh yeah cardinals fans love that picota was right this past year so that's gonna bug them a lot uh steamer has walker finishing with a 1.3 f4 and they have him um slab posting a 335 on base and a 442 slugging. So because B War doesn't value defense as much as F War. They use right? defensive run save. Uh, they call it R runs R field. So they're based off more defensive run save. Um, Fangraphs War will use outs above average, DRS. They'll use UZR ultimate zone yeah. rating. They use so many others. And. Um, you know, if you're someone who's kind of like new to wins above replacement, my general rule of thumb is anything like from the 2000s to now, you can kind of take pretty, uh, you can kind of trust the assessment there, but anything like kind of before that, I would take defensive stats with a grain of salt on that one. You can still do it pretty well with uh, with offense because those are measurable stats you can compare with the rest of the league you know what they used to value when i would read a lot of viva albertos back in high school love jesus they would talk about like uh like your uh half like if you're an outfielder like your pathway the ball like 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 oh his break percentage is this like no yeah that's good that's a good thing yeah which i feel like i don't read much about anymore and i haven't really seen well that that goes into the formula of I don't know if it goes in DRS. It goes into outs above average. Okay. Because if you think about like, um, if you get a good break, you're gonna yeah, that's like you, outs above average goes with you know obviously like the amount of balls you are able to get to more so than a replacement level player. Um, that's a good. I think that's a good stat. Uh, they would do. Um, they sort of <laughs> do stuff like that. They would say like you know this catch fell into this percentile at the height of uh 
I think one of Jordan Walker's like diving catches we all loved was actually a pretty reasonably catchable ball for an average right fielder. Yeah, but we're like, cool. we're not going to break that up because our guy is cool, and this is like his 50th game in the outfield. So, like, everything he does is going to be like this. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And we're going to love it, God damn it. What if he just goes out this year and plays, like, the greatest defense we've ever seen? I, yeah, I feel like right field is, like, the easiest position to pick up That's and become, like, a me. gold glover. They stuck Tatis out there, and he's like, oh, I'm gold glover now. Like, it feels like anytime like you you need to bolster like a dude's defense of any sort, like you just put him in right field. Yeah, they always put me out in out in right field whenever my coach uh, would take me off of first and then put his son there. After and then you would bring up pitching. how Lars and B or whatever broke your heart. He's like, "I'll oh, put this sad boy out in right. <laughs> put this sad boy out in right field right fucking now." I've, I've told you the story about how I, like, made him the most upset ever, right? Who? My my old baseball coach. Yeah. So, we were, like, throwing around, like, like we were doing drills at practice. And, you know, so I'm playing first, you know, infield drill. I, I catch yeah. it. And um, my buddy Christian was a catcher, so, you know, he's the one that's, you know, I throw it to him. And then um, Larry, my coach, would, you know... Use that ball and hit it around again. So, I guess I threw it and Christian wasn't looking. Um, and then it just, mind you, this guy is, was a landscaper for his job. So, his back was all sorts of fucked up, I think. And, you know, I just like, I mean, I don't throw a piss missile, but like I throw like a, you know, just a normal throw. Mm. But I nail him right dead center in the fucking back, like between his shoulder blades. And then he like turns around and he's like, who threw that? And then I'm like, oh, oh. The fu- you raise your hand. I do a fucking BB. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, oh. and then I just, and I just literally, I, I did a thing where uh, I was like, it was, it was Christian like, who's right next to him. <laughs> it was him. He's like, no, it wasn't. Good boy. Yeah, he's like, no, it wasn't. I was like, oh, and like, I mean, Larry, it was you, Josh. Larry was in so much pain. He picked up the bat and he chucked it as hard as he could at the fucking fence. It was just like, I mean, like. I think like I murdered him for a minute. He he was in agony from me hitting him in the back. And then and he like cornered you in the parking lot. I was like, I know it was fucking you who did that. Yeah, I, I played right it. field the next game. So I knew, I knew it was you. He took it out on me. But bad balls hitting piss missiles to you. Bad me seventh when I was definitely sixth uh, in the order material. material. Come on, yeah. come on, man. Uh, is there anything else? Um, Giolito signed. Oh, did uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris Sale got traded to the Braves uh, for Von Grissom, which I think that's an overpay by the Braves. Uh, Chris yeah, Sale I can't. Well, the Sox are eating 17 million of like this of sales, like 25, 30 million dollar contracts. So we're seeing like Giolito, I think, got like 15 or 60 oh. million. Frankie Montas got like 14. No, he got 16 million with the Reds. So if you take in. The seventeen million coming off the Braves are going to pay what like ten to thirteen million, so that's fine. I mean, it's worth a flyer. High ceiling, but like Von Grissom is a pretty highly touted prospect too. So. Yeah, he didn't stick, and Arcia took his position, and like his, I was like, did he like re- like really drop? He's like, nah, not really. He just kind of had like a Jordan Walker like lull because he was like a two eighty two ninety hitter in his limited time up here, so. I don't know. Um, what other dumb transactional bullshit happened? 
Um, yeah, I, I don't. It's wait for I don't know, big scary trade to happen or something. Dodgers are gonna get everyone. The Braves feel pressure. They feel like they have to compete. It's gonna be Braves and Dodgers in the LCS if we're lucky. I mean, it should be on paper, but baseball is a stupid, yeah, stupid, stupid sport. So, yeah, we should do the in-season tournament in baseball. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, what is it the NBA does in-season tournament? Yeah, it's just like it's this new thing they started this year. And what what is it? It literally doesn't mean anything. It's just like, hey, you won the first ever in-season tournament. And so, like, a portion of the game – this is how I understood it because I didn't do a ton of research into it. I was just like, okay, these fucking, like – You still kind of get your win-loss, right? I think so. Yeah. I think so. But, yeah, it was – I just remember, like, oh, the fucking, like, arena floors are dumb-looking now. They're Yay. Right. Okay. Good job. Weird. It's just like when we were the best in spring training start last year. Yeah. yeah. How about the Pistons? Fucking A, dude. They're so bad. Bro. They almost beat the Celtics, too. They had like a 20-point lead in the, going to the they're gonna They're going to top the Bobcats, man. For worst ever for worst ever NBA team. Yeah. Oh, That's dude, crazy. we have to talk about the Lions game. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, we had a fantasy... Uh, uh, our fantasy group had a get together and I invited Josh along and we were watching the Lions Cowboys game. And uh, the two guys in our championship picked a lot of guys from the Cowboys and Lions. Doesn't make sense, whatever. So, oh, they beat the Raptors. Good for the Pistons. They're three and 29. So we're watching it and uh, Dan Campbell, who uh, is all, all, who's, <laughs> All gas, no brakes, I guess. He's all dick, no balls, whatever. Um, Lions are down. Um, They throw a pick with just over two minutes left. Mike McCarthy, the most incompetent coach with the most success, decides to pass for less than two minutes. couple incompletions later, followed by a field goal. Lions get the ball with like, like a minute 30 or something like that mm-hmm. left and they march all the way down. They get a touchdown. It's 20 to 19 and Campbell sends his boys out for two to win it. And first play gets blown dead for a timeout. He sends them out again and uh, it's a play action. They throw it's to the, it's to the fifth, uh, it's to a, sorry, it's to the sixth lineman, whatever. Uh, they brought in catches of two, and they're all excited. And it turns out it was illegal because he didn't report. But video shows that he did report, and that I can see the confusion of it because um, they sent two linemen to the official to confuse the Cowboys defense because they see two guys reporting. If you send like a guy reports, they announce to, they tell the defense who reported. And uh, but if you send two of them over there, they just see two fat white guys. And they'd be like, Decker report it. And they're like, where's the fat white guy? And so that might confuse them. And I'm guessing either the official acknowledged both, got confused on it, or they lied. I don't know. But uh, he said, this guy did this when it was the other guy. And Lions promptly would get two more shots because they would get an offsides. They would take a penalty for delay of game. And then get another penalty that brings them like at the two or the three 
before finally failing to convert to two. Um, after probably the third or fourth time, you should kick the field goal and play for the tie. But I, I don't give a fuck. Dan Campbell is nuts. Um, he's psychotic. He has big brazen balls. I totally support going for the win. And, uh, I love the confidence he showed in his boys. Uh, what I didn't like is that the officials took that away from us. Yeah. That was going to be hilarious. It's like the same kind of, uh, mentality as like, if you're going to get like, like if you're going to get called out, get called out at home, like fucking go for it. So, yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. All lines already have the division. They're playing for like uh NFC home field advantage. Yeah. So that was, uh, that sucked for him. I really did. Like this official crew has been downgraded from being in the postseason. Like, yeah, I kind of expect it. So, I wonder how much misogyny is coming out of uh, yeah, because they had a Detroit. they had a chick on that on yeah. it, but it wasn't her fault. It was the actual uh, the white cap, the old white man, the old yeah. the old white cap, the patriarchy. She was probably there being like, Richard, you know he said, no, no, shut up, bitch, shut up, fuck, I know what the fuck I did. He was probably the voice of reason in that. He's like, no, no, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> that was intense. The whole bar was into it. Oh, oh what'd you get? It's a little sexy it's like, taxi. It's from my mom. It's about oh. my niece. Oh, do we need to end it? No, it's okay. We've met our contractual obligations. We have, but yeah, it's not bad from what I can tell. We've so. Oh, that's good at least. Well, let's close it down, though. I mean, this yeah. is the first one back. We've been off for like a week. Yeah. Mainly getting drunk, smoking meat. Um, Who are we fucking? We got to do Crumble Champs. Ooh. Mine is uh, Trevor Bauer, who posted a hypothetical. But like, what if, like, you had a, a player who wouldn't hire you, but they outsourced all the stuff to you, and you did all this, and they didn't ask for a return, but they won't hire you because of this. Like, keep... Coping, my dude. Keep learning Japanese, brother. Keep it up. Yours? Um, mine has got to be whatever like Dominican dog the bounty hunter they rank him <laughs> to bring in Wander Franco instead it's... of a wife with big tits. Yeah. It's a wife with a big ass. Yeah. There you go. That, that's ethnic. All right. What low ethnic flight? It's got a little. It's got a little, a little spice. A little cayenne pepper. Ooh, little, for us white people, that's little, spicy mayo. Little, a little cumin, or should I say, a little cumin? A little cumin. Ooh. That's so you shouting him out? Keep yeah. giving him that crumbled dollar. Yeah. 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 Um, our patrons. Um. All right, we got Richie. Richie. We got Cran. You got Cran. We got Alex. We got Alex. We got Nick. We got Nick. We got Bravo. We got Bravo. We got Jeff. We got Jeff. We got James. We got James. We got Tyler. We got Tyler. We got them all. We got them all. First shot, man. We're getting good at this shit. We are. I'm going to just get them tattooed on me like I was in prison. <laughs> and then when like the day comes, like I'm canceling my Patreon. I'm sorry. I cross them off. Like make a list like Steve <laughs> Steve Buscemi and yeah, fucking Billy Madison. Matt Billy Madison. Yeah. Wear lipstick when I do it. Um... <laughs> Who are we fucking tonight? Uh, Steamboat Willie. He became, you know, public. Fu- yeah. What did you Steamboat said, Willie do? He, uh, what is it when enough time has passed on art? They uh, enter. Uh, man, I am so fucking stupid. It's uh, when they don't have any copyright on, they become. Oh. Fucking. Uh, <laughs> the term. 
Public domain. Enter the public domain is what it is. Jesus Christ. Oh, is that why I was saying Steamboat Willie 911 memes today? Steamboat Willie <laughs> jacking off. Steamboat Willie sucking his own dick. Steamboat Willie driving a steamboat into the North Tower. Is that how South Park got away with doing that COVID episode where Mickey Mouse and Randy are like fucking like bats and pangolins in China? Is that how they were able to? Like, oh, hell, I don't, hell. Uh, oh, hell, Dutch. I don't know. I don't know how those. I know like under parody. Like you're for copyright, you're covered under like parody, uh, obviously. But anyway, yeah. Fuck Steamboat Willie. Yeah, fuck Steamboat Willie. All right, we love you all. We'll Have talk fun. later this week. Hey, happy New Year, guys! Hope uh, hope your year's great. Um, I I don't get I, your resolutions in order. Yeah, drink plenty of water.